heart and soul of a nation, beckons the call. The voice of our forefathers heard in the distance. A house divided against itself cannot stand. To reclaim our honor. honor. Our soul. The challenges of a generation call out. Future generations hang in the balance. We choose liberty. This is the voice of a nation. The nation. The nation. The nation. And now, Malcolm. This war on energy has massive implications, uh, my fellow Americans, uh, to the entire world, to be sure. Uh, but it absolutely has implications to hear uh, us here at home. Uh, no doubt about it. This war on energy has many facets to it, of what's taken place. And the ultimate goal of what are they really up to, it's got nothing to do with climate. It's got nothing to do with green. You have to get that all out of your mind, and we have to drill down to find out what's really going on. And it's a multifaceted conversation, to be sure. Now, these recent developments uh, in Russia and Ukraine is clearly a piece of it, but it goes bigger than that as well. And... And what's going to be fascinating about this action, I'll just tell you up front here, is that, you know, some of the things we'll predict today on this broadcast today to you uh, will have an impact of how Biden governs and how this political party here is going to be able to, you know, uh, continue to starve and turn off the energy field uh, because there's going to be pressure coming from Europe because, Right now, the cards are in play uh, for potentially the deaths of millions of people. I mean, it's, you know, whether or not you think it's going to hit your neighborhood or not, I don't know when, where or how. I'm not here to predict all of that. But I will tell you from everything we're seeing, uh, the potential is put into place now for many people to have no energy and to freeze potentially. And then the question is, uh, you know, where's does the outrage grow wider? We're already seeing communities and we, the people in all kinds of places, stand up and fight back against this energy debacle that's happening worldwide, to be sure. I mean, it's a globalist movement to turn off the energy, to subdue the people, clearly. There's no rhyme or reason for this at all. The sky is not falling. The only place the sky has fallen is in the politicians' brains, um, and, the, the, and the manipulation that's being done from the oligarchs and the... Uh, the globalist elite, if you will, that's where the, the brains are lacking and the sky is indeed falling there. Um, so this is some of the discussion points today. There's some very interesting facets to this talk I want to have on uh, with you here uh, about these sanctions. And, and here's the last aha point, and then I want to bring my guest on here for you to uh, uh, meet and talk with in a moment here. And that is, here's what's so stupid. I mean, we, the West does a lot of stupid stuff, OK? I mean, really, they do. I'm reminded of the Three Stooges uh, comedic show, but, you know, as my guests will probably show me today, they're far worse than that. Uh, they're like the Keystone Cops. They can't seem to do anything right. Uh, and they've surely done that here with this energy field and set us up for a worse disaster than it could possibly be. But, you know, specifically here in the States, one of the biggest errors we've made that I've spoke to you about many times with the implications that you're going to see more and more ahead. It's going to become a more unsettled world now with the rise of crime and the escalation of all the things you're seeing. It's going to be a lot more of that ahead. I don't proudly say that or boastfully say that I don't like it, don't want it. I, I hate that we have to talk about this, but it is a reality 
of what's transpiring here. And a lot of these policies and discussions we'll have today and moving forward are the direct result of what I'm speaking to you about, you see. This all ties in, folks. It's all connected, to be sure. One of the one of the stupidest things the West and specifically the American politicians has done is to put handcuffs on Russia and push them away and push Putin away. I've said it and I've said it and I've said it and I'll say it again. It's not about him being a choir boy. It's not about him being, you know, without harm or the most innocent person. That's not what we're talking about here. Uh, but clearly, you know, I, I wake up just today to see the news in my news feed here on the on the wire. Putin says, yeah, you know, Russia and Iran, the, the, our, our relationship, our ties are developing so positively. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can imagine. I mean, as I reported to you well over a year ago, two years ago, with this whole Russia, Russia, Russia theme, and now with the whole battle of what we've done, that what we were going to do to Russia, we're going to push Russia into the arms of Xi Jinping. Guess what's happened? Putin is in the arms of Xi Jinping. I said to you, we're going to push them into the arms of the Ayatollahs and Iran. Guess what's happening? We pushed them into the arms of Iran and the Artolas there and all of that. So what I've said is what's happened, and here we are. And so what's happened is there's a new axis of evil that is is forming here. And it is all self-induced by the West. It's been created by by, by freedom, by by, by the West. Uh, People that that are part of this West, I don't know about freedom, certainly not part of that. Let me bring on IQ Al Razuli now. Uh, IQ Al Razuli is a foreign affairs analyst. He's an Iraqi exile, Arabic speaker, scholar, author. He's a weekly writer, America Out Loud, and uh, a voice of freedom and and liberty and justice for all, like me, like you, like those of us who, who cherish our freedoms and uh, and and want to see that that flame burn bright. IQ, welcome on here to the Voice of a Nation, brother. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure, sir. Always a privilege. Uh, now, your recent piece got me thinking a lot, as it always does. Uh, NATO and European leaders will be forced to challenge Biden's energy plan. And I looked at different facets that. Uh, I think some of the comments I say up front here, let me have you first remark back about some of those before I get into the stupidity of NATO and the G7 and how, how dumb these people really are. Well, as you said from the very beginning of your talk now, the West had a very good chance of bringing Russia into the Western sphere. In the year 2000, Putin met with Clinton, the the husband, not uh, Hillary, (laughs) and he offered, and it's on the record, by the way, everything we are talking about, ladies and gentlemen, is on the record. Nothing we are talking about is uh, we're not, we're not making stuff up, you're saying. Absolutely. <laughs> Go ahead, as you so were. In this year, they met in Europe, and Putin suggested that Russia becomes part of NATO. This would have ended any chance of any war in Europe for the next 1,000 years. But they refused him. He told them from that day, from even before 2000, even especially after the collapse of the Soviet Union, which he regretted, but that's his point of view. He said, no Eastern European country, which is part of the Soviet Union, should be incorporated into 
the NATO pact. By the way, the NATO pact is not a benevolent pact. It's a military alliance for what? Against the Soviet Union. But we have no Soviet Union. We have Russia. And Russia is now a figment of the imagination of the Soviet Union. Uh, Putin was not a threat 20, 30 years ago. He could have been incorporated, associated, but they refused him. And he said, Belarus and Ukraine, because they are literally on the borders of Russia, will never be allowed to be part of the NATO arrangement. Right. He warned them again and again. They knew about it, but they undermined him. And they expanded and expanded and expanded. From his point of view, they were literally coming on the border of Russia, which he wouldn't allow. If I were in his position, I would do exactly the same thing. I wouldn't allow it. So the Ukraine debacle could have been completely and utterly avoided had Zelensky said, I'm not joining NATO under any circumstances. Mm. But he didn't do that. Right. He didn't affirm that he will not join NATO. Right. And all hell started. Right. Well, and so we tighten the screws is what happened against Absolutely. Russia, as we've continued to do. Um, but now to, to, to put more fire on the flame here that you speak about IQ and then throughout the whole Trump era of the Russia, Russia, Russia uh, collusion deal and the dossier and the peeing on prostitutes in the Moscow hotel that Trump was there and with hookers and all of this nonsense had all ended up being a wild story of nothingness that produced absolutely zero, but just spent a lot of U.S. taxpayer dollars with reports of Mueller and others and, you know, all of this. And this continued to uh, rot out the Russian. This was really the cancer in here, even more than what you described. This became very cancerous with our relationship with Russia. And then obviously with the elections and then with Biden, it became very weakened, our political platform here. And obviously Putin thought that was the perfect time to invade Ukraine. Is that correct? Absolutely correct. But remember something. Yeah. They accused Trump, all of them, the leftists, accused Trump of being much more in love in association with dictators. Right. They forget the most important political yeah. statement. Yeah. Yeah. You must have your enemy as near to you as you yeah. can possibly have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, was, I, yeah, IQ, but, you're so brilliant to say that. And thank you for saying that. Just Let's just slow that point down just a moment here. It's so important what you say there, brother, uh, because th that, that's exactly what people don't get. And the media, you know, IQ, I, I, I really hate our media here in this country. They are enemy number one, to, truthfully, truthfully. They, they spun this thing to create like he was hamming up with Kim Jong-un and Xi Jinping uh, at Mar-Lago and Vladimir Putin and all of these hostile people. He knew the best way to get lemonade from these people, uh, you know, was to use the lemons to make the lemonade. He knew these people were a problem, but he used Sun, Sun Tzu, the art of war, the oldest Absolutely. strategy in the books. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. By the way, what I just said yeah. is a standard policy all over the world by intelligent people. Yeah. You've got to be as close to your enemy as humanly possible so that you can know exactly what they want to do before they even do it. Yeah. That's why he got on with Kim Jong-un. That's why he got on with Putin. And, and they respected him. Yeah. The most important thing is respect. 
there is absolutely zero. Yeah, th zero this is protection. national security we're talking about here. Of course. Yeah. Of yeah. course. Yeah. National security depends on respect because it depends on leadership. Yeah. Strong leaders will never start a war. Yeah. Well, I'm not talking about dictators. I'm talking about people elected in a democratic manner. Right. They right. never start a war. Right, right. All right. Now, uh, I, I can't think of a single democracy who started a war. Can you? Yeah, it, no, but let, let me let me now turn a corner on this thing because this is going to get real interesting here in just a moment here. Now, with all of that laid out, I think we painted a pretty good picture, IQ, of, uh, of, of, of stability and where we sit right now. Okay, all right. So Russia now invades Ukraine and we're, we're seeing the worst of... Uh, of Vladimir Putin. This is the uh, not not the pleasant side of the guy, obviously. And um, but what's happened is the West went ahead and did something so utterly stupid and ridiculous. Uh, you know, Germany and Italy and all these European countries, and of course the U.S. and the pipelines and the energy field, and then the New Green Deal back here. All of this stuff has happened, and remember now, simultaneously. Okay, it's all simultaneous here as they're pulling the world down a few pegs. And what's happened is uh, they, they, you know, as, as they were sort of uh, IQ, I would describe it as they were cutting uh, Putin off at the knees and kind of, you know, sucker punching him in the gut. While that was all happening, and then Putin decided to punch the gut back. And in, because I'm not defending Putin here by any stretch, but de de decided to uh, invade Ukraine. And we've seen the misery and the death there. I don't don't enjoy seeing that on any level. But all that really did happen. And with that. The West was so stupid, they tied all their energy plans while they're hitting this guy and demeaning him and punching him. They now have already, uh, you know, joined hands in, in, the, in the sunlight of day with the energy plans and the Nord pipelines and all of this to get their energy from who? Well, Russia, uh, which is the most illogical thing you could possibly think of IQ. I mean, you'd have to be a complete imbecile or have some other nefarious plan in place to be able to pull that one off. Yet they did that. Is that correct? Yes, without any backup. I mean, how they stupid no is that? Backup. They had no backup. By the way, we have to mention it here. Trump told them. Yeah. He warned them five, six years ago. He told them, you are putting all your eggs in the wrong basket with, with Russia. We can supply you. And he was supplying them. America under Trump was the foremost supplier of energy in the so world. So IQ, slow that down again. So he actually said that you're saying, yeah? Of course he did. Yeah, but I don't know they about of course, but he did say he that. He told them in Europe and they yeah. laughed at him. The Germans laughed at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, laughing. It's, uh, it's, it's unbelievable. I mean, when you but look... It is, but it's yeah. a fact. The tragedy of the unbelievable is yeah. it is believable. It's a fact. Right, right, right. All right, let's continue forward now. So now this is getting really even more interested now. And then, uh, oh, uh, just uh, what, a couple of weeks ago, I think, IQ, early September, if I remember right, the dates here. Uh, what happened with the, uh, the the G7 and NATO and all that? What took place? Ah, they had a meeting. <laughs> I'll tell you when, 2nd of September, 2022. All right. The G7 leaders decided the insanely arrogant following declaration. Listen to this. Finance ministers from the G7 grouping of leading democracies today, that is on the 2nd of September, unilaterally decided to set a price cap on Russian oil exports in an effort to limit the Kremlin's ability to finance its war in Ukraine. Can you understand what I'm... 
Ladies and gentlemen, please try to understand what I'm telling you. The plan, the finance minister grouping, they decided to put a price level on suppliers. Russia is the supplier. Mm -hmm. The Europeans mm -hmm. are the ones who are buying the, the oil and gas from Russia. They're boy, buying it from OPEC. How dare they even think they can put a price so IQ, IQ, IQ. So is this equivalent to the fact of this? Your family is out one day and you really, really desperately need milk to feed the baby. And you stop at the Walmart and you go into the Walmart and you say, well, I want the milk here, but I'm not going to pay your price. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to pay half of that price and I want that damn milk. Absolutely. Same. Exactly the same. The, how could these people even imagine in a supply and demand economy to dictate to the supplier? How could they do that? And they are supposed to be intelligent human beings <laughs> who are leading the Western world. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I promise you, yeah. our leaders in Europe and our leaders in America at the moment are not intelligent. And no. the worst part of it is we elect them yeah. or we elected them and we most probably will continue well, to elect I, IQ, let, let me slow that down just a moment here. You hit a nerve with me just there. And I want you to think about this a moment, please, before you respond. Is it that they're not intelligent? Think about it. Or are they intelligent and there's another plan afoot? Just think about that for a moment, please. These I are swear, these are I not thought, dumb people. Talk to me. I Listen. I have thought about it many, many times. So it's, I don't need two seconds to think about it. <laughs> they are dumb. They don't have an alternate plan. What you don't think there's a bigger plan have? here of any thought? Yeah, well, hold on now. We, you, we talk about the globalist movement all the time. You don't think there's more of a master plan for this thing? I'll, I'll tell you what the master plan is. Please, please go ahead. To have millions of people die of starvation or of freezing. I rest my case, Your Honor. Thank you. All right, so you're saying the same language, but you didn't go there at first, but now you agree with that. No, no. If, if you push comes to shove, this is exactly what it is. All right. So now talk to me in real world terms. Now, you, you're you a real world guy. I, I don't know you as uh, uh, somebody who, I mean, you, you're about as authentic as anybody I know. You don't spread lies. I mean, you say the truth. Anytime I've ever known you, you always do that. Uh, very honorable, very authentic. So answer me now, please, for us to understand the ramifications of these policies. I'm not, don't want to talk about the uh, hyperbole and, uh, you know, get on our soapbox here, but what's real here? So let's say now, based on this G7 comments and where we're at, Russia knows they hold the key because they gave Russia the key because they're that ridiculous, or they literally want to see their people starve and freeze to death, one or the other, and potentially it's that one that certainly would pull the world population down a few million people plus. So with that said, IQ, what happens now uh, with things where they're at right now? How does how did Russia respond to that? And very carefully, how did Russia respond to that? And what is the potential, please, in real world now of what we're talking of implications of how many people really could die from this, please. This is important. Okay. Russia has responded. They cut off gas and, and uh, yeah. oil. Well, the oil, the West is not buying it, but they cut off the gas. Now, we are now in September. If in November the winter comes early, you have November till March, 
four or five months of extreme weather, who is going to who is going to heat and how are they going to heat their homes in Europe? By the way, I'm not talking about even availability. Right. You can't even afford the heat now. Right. The price of heating of gas and electric is up now 60%, in some cases 130%. Now, food is up. Rentals are up. Because they've collapsed Everything the economy. They've collapsed the economy everywhere. Absolutely. People yeah. will yeah. starve. Yeah. People will die of uh, lack of heating, of euthanasia. Uh, no, uh, what do you call it? No, not euthanasia. Uh, you freeze to death. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. But people will starve starvation also. And we're not talking about only in Europe. It's all over the world because they can't afford to pay the cost of living anymore. They can't. They can't pay the cost of living, the renting, yeah, yeah. and the energy. Forget so something it. has to give. What, what, what about those leaders now in those countries you're speaking about? What is your sense this moment? How much scrambling is going on? How what are they looking for? I mean, uh, I mean, they can't be waiting until November and January till everybody's dropping dead. What are they doing at the moment? Can you give every me any inclination? Every European leader at the moment is trying its best, or his best, or her best right. to find alternative sources of supply. Are they succeeding? Yes or no? No, no. They will have in the end to come to America and tell Biden to get off his bloody horse and start opening this, all the supplies. But isn't it too late at that point, IQ? Yes, but they, as, I, as I said in my article, they have to start now. Right. They have to put the pressure on Biden now, today. But are they yes. doing that now? No. They're not doing it. No. They're stupid. Yeah. I'm not kidding with you. You know, when I say they're stupid, I'm not being funny. Right, right. I'm scared. Well, they, they may be, you may be referencing stupid as, you know, it, it, it a bit of, it's, I don't know if it's um, rhetorical or what the point is, but it's, it's, uh, it's more than stupid. If, it, well, let me ask you this. Let me, let me ask this a fair question. Is, it, it, it's not an easy question here, but is their goal, these particular leaders in these countries here, is their goal in any capacity to starve or freeze millions of people, their, their citizens? Is that part of their goal by chance? That I cannot answer. Okay. If you ask me, would they prefer to starve other people, let's say in the third world? Yes, I have every belief that they want to do that. Like in Africa, in Latin America, in Asia, they want to get rid of two, three billion people. That I can imagine. But to get rid of the Europeans who are already a minority, your the reproductive yeah. demography of Europe is negative. Does not bode well for the for the European it is Union. Negative. You are dying. Not you. Sorry, I'm talking about the Europeans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They are literally a dying people. Yeah, yeah. In, it, by 2050, 2060, yeah. Europe will be foreign, completely foreign. Yeah. In fact, it's been predicted. In fact, the the uh, uh, as a side point here, not to go down that road at the moment, but as a sidebar, uh, Muslim leaders have predicted that, and there are specific ones who have said they will own Europe. Will be their Europe will be their bitches uh, before long. They have come out as much as said that. Correct, Muammar al-Qaddafi said that. That's one. That's one right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's yeah. been said, right? Right there. And it's it's happening exactly as he said. Yeah. Yeah, because they knew because the plan. European, yeah. Europeans are producing at 1.7, yeah. 
Well, it should be 2.11. Right. And the Muslims and the Africans are producing at uh, four to five times. And I just seen a report yesterday, I believe it was. I don't know if you've seen the same one, but I just seen a report in the last uh, day or two, which uh, some of those leaders, trying to remember which ones or countries, uh, I remember them saying they were demanding, not asking, not requesting, demanding that their citizens produce and they're telling them to produce it was some of those muslim countries and some of the others and even in uh even in china and some of the others they're now turning they no more one person policy they want them to produce heavily correct yeah yeah, yeah. i mean what does that say well that, that's the policy of islam has always been to overcome other nations with the productivity of their wives. Their but women. you know what's really screwy is they want to do that, but then you have this other depopulation mode going over here. How do you how do you how do you reconcile those two? I'm not. It's called conquest. <laughs> they are conquering Europe yeah. without shot, shooting a single bullet. Yeah. They are destroying European civilization without conquest in the sense of military. Wow. They will destroy America completely and utterly by taking it over. I'm not being alarmist, no, ladies no, and gentlemen. No. Look at their history for 1,400 years and tell me what they have contributed to any human group, group in the last 1,400 years. Please, yeah. let somebody come up and discuss this one. Yeah. On. Well, in addition to this, um, there's a, uh, a very fresh uh, op-ed on the platform as you listen to the broadcast here, friends, on America Out Loud Talk Radio. I just uh, was mentioning to IQ coming on uh, uh, today's broadcast with us uh, that is uh, surely plays into this narrative in a very fascinating way. In fact, I'll have a talk next week on this topic, a big one with him. And this is uh, by our uh, our dear uh, patriot and um, brilliant writer, a great mind, thinker, big thinker, uh, Wallace Garneau, uh, Alarmism 101. How many people can the earth support? It's a hell of a question, isn't it? plays into what IQ was talking about of the depopulation and some of this other stuff. And just one statement I'll read in this piece for you. He says, here is a bold prediction. And IQ, I'd like you to respond to this, please. Uh, he says, here is a bold prediction. When masses of people are starving or dying due to a lack of energy, the climate alarmists, the green energy people, will call the deaths proof of climate change, confirming in their minds anyway, that all the changes they demanded really were necessary because people were dying by the millions. Um, and he goes on with some very fascinating stats about how many people can live in on the world and that we're perfectly fine. We don't need any of this rubbish. What do you say to that statement about them turning the table back and blaming it on the fact that those policies weren't initiated soon enough? Interesting angle on that, IQ. But he's right. He is right. You see, the, the globalists, the Democrats, and the leftists will never, ever admit they are wrong. Never. Hmm. It doesn't matter if it's 100% it's guaranteed it's their fault. They blame it on somebody else. They will never admit they are wrong. They're always yeah. right. Yeah. Even when hundreds of millions of people are dying, it's not because of them. It's not because of their decisions. No. It's climate change. It's human interference. Yeah. Bull crap. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a lot more I want to talk about, IQ. Stay right there, just ahead here. Uh, we're speaking to IQ Al Razuli here on The Voice of a Nation. And let me tell you, folks, that uh, you're listening right now to one of the most uh, 
honorable and uh, authentic, um, positive, loving uh, human beings you could possibly meet. That's this, uh, our brother IQ here. I've known him for many years now. And uh, he, he just can't speak about him high enough. He had brother IQ. He is just all of that. And he he just brings a sense of truth uh, to, the, uh, to the airwaves, to the world, a message that must be heard. Uh, that's why I have him here. It's why we're having this conversation and why I have him on. Not, a, not often enough. I need to get him on more often. Uh, and his writings are magnificent. Uh, you can learn a lot by people like this. And the other gentleman I just mentioned, you, Wallace Garneau, these are, the, these are brilliant minds. These are intellects, uh, just the best of the best, the creme de la creme, you know. They always said that was the key to life. Surround yourself with the most brilliant people you can. I was taught that as a young lad. And, well, I'll tell you what, I've succeeded in that realm for sure. A lot of, a lot of smart people around me. And uh, it surely helps us uh, shine a light and spotlight uh, the, the truths uh, of the out loud truth, what needs to happen here. Um, so, you know, you go to the nav bar, the menu back at americaoutloud.com. Easy enough to do under our team, right? Right. Our team. Just come down there and look up IQ Al Rizzuli. He's right up near near the top. You'll see him. And go look at his writings, his uh, various writings. His books are in there as well as all of that. But uh, you'll see a whole lot there with the work he does on the platform here and part of our mission of getting the out loud truth out there. We have a global audience. We have global. He's, he doesn't live here in the States. Uh, he, he lives in the uh, European arena. Um, again, Iraqi exile, you know, uh, understands the... Uh, you know, understands the fabric of that world, understands the language... Uh, understands how they communicate, what their goals are, what they want. Uh, you know, speak about it a little differently than some of us uh, others. So it's a very, always an interesting talk here. Um, listen, I want to bring a program a note to you. Uh, wow, tomorrow! Don't forget to turn in to uh, taking back control of your life. Uh, that amazing program with Doctor H, Doctor Henry Ely, my brother Henry. God, I love this guy. Uh, it's just amazing. So we got episode two tomorrow. It's going to be just amazing. Every Friday in the months of September and October, uh, Dr. H is on the broadcast with me and we're helping all of you folks out. Long COVID, vaccine injuries, uh, health issues, whatever it might be, or just trying to regain your life in a post-COVID world. Like that's what my wish is, is to have the best uh, immune system and be be ready for what's coming and just live a most fulfilling life it's what i wish for all of you uh, wish for everybody so anyways uh dr h uh he'll be on with me in episode two in this eight week course of taking back control of your life those eight essential steps that's up on that menu nav bar by the way and the shows the first one went to podcast last week uh you'll hear the second one on talk radio on friday uh as always six and eleven on the voice of a nation here, friends. So anyways, that's how you hear it. And make sure you invite, please, on this show here, invite your friends and neighbors and others. They, they, they need this valuable information coming out of this broadcast, okay? Be sure to do that. And be sure to look up our sponsored partnerships back at americaoutloud.com. Healthy Cell, Live a Healthy Life, 25% off now. Uh, immune Super Boost and REM Sleep and Focus and Recall and 25% off, just get the code out loud back at America Out Loud. And nasal hygiene, clear, X-L-E-A-R, pick that up at the pharmacy, drugstore. Use that for um, prophylactically. 
uh, to keep yourself uh, fresh from all these viruses, problems, colds, influenza, superbugs, diseases, you name it. And then Cofix RX, um, you know, that's amazing. Povidine, iodine, the others get Zototol. They're both amazing products. That one you get 20% off. Use the code out loud. The code again back at America Out Loud, the banner ads. Uh, and uh, HOCL Genesis, I always recommend that product with the Fogger. Um, they, they, you can get the ebook, free ebook is the best way for me to tell you. The free ebook back at America Out Loud. Click that, learn a lot more about that Genesis Fogger. Get 15% off the Fogger. They're all terrific values and things we have for your life. I hope you can use those. I hope you'll use some of them and bring them into your life. If you have any questions, uh, you know, email me here if you like, and I'll be happy to help uh, guide you through any of these or put you in touch with the companies or answer your questions. If we can help in any way, uh, happy to do it, friends. And as always, you can reach us here at talk at americaoutloud.com or just click the contact button back at America Out Loud. Let's take a quick pause. We'll be back with IQ Al Razuli. Uh, you're listening here to The Voice of a Nation. Listen to Malcolm, The Voice of a Nation, on iHeartRadio or our free apps on Apple, Android, or Alexa. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life. The average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day. Yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. While many things we hear are lies, we know one thing is true. Viruses exist and people get sick. Look, there's no guaranteed way to keep from getting sick, but there is a way to reduce your chances. Cofix RX, the original povidone iodine-based antiviral nasal spray that you hear Dr. McCullough talking about, provides an additional invisible layer of protection from colds, flu, coronaviruses, and more. Click the banner ad on americaoutloud.com and use promo code OUTLOUD for 20% off. Stay protected with Cofix RX. Welcome back to the voice of a nation. It is Malcolm Out Loud here, yours truly, my fellow Americans and our dear friends around the globe. Thank you for joining us in on today's broadcast uh, as we bring it to you real and break it down. And uh, so pleased today we have IQ Al Razuli on with us from another continent. Uh, but he surely is here. And what's really cool about broadcast and the 
the uh, radio is that you know it, it's like he's in the same room here isn't it you know really it's like we're having a talk right in the same room people say that to me often actually oh they actually say that to me about dr mccullough and i say you guys are in the same room broadcasting it surely sounds that way but we're not we're we're a half a country away from each other to be sure and in the case of iq we're a half a world away or so and uh anyways um uh, IQ, this uh, great uh, conversation we're having here. I like the direction of this and where we're at right now uh, in helping people educate them. Uh, we laid out a pretty interesting plan and uh, the debacle of some of this that's happening and the energy crisis. Uh, so I guess I want to ask you, uh, I got a few corners I want to turn around in just a moment here, but let me ask you next here with what we've laid out with people so they've start, started on this march here in the United States, uh, as they're doing throughout the world. And we see the protest happen in the Netherlands. We've seen what's happening and what's developed in Sri Lanka. And we've seen other communities, what's happened uh, in, in the outcry. Um, and, you know, back to Europe and when they begin to freeze, uh, do, does that as that reality develops, I mean, is this the year that because of the way the cards are laying out that even the most skeptical person, I mean, now their eyes may really open and have these globalist thinkers and people who are pushing this energy plan gone a bridge too far. And will people's eyes really be open? I mean, do you think this comes to fruition and do people really die or does, I mean, how does this play out in your strategy? Or maybe there's a couple of ways you can play, lay out for listeners right now, if this happens or that happens, because I'm just wondering, does Biden come back to the table and does he have to reverse this from a point of life and death? Or is it really too depopulate? And are they all going to celebrate with a toast of champagne because people are dying by the millions? And that sounds sarcastic as hell. But what are the couple of scenarios that could lay out here? Take a, take a couple of moments and tell us that, please. Well, first scenario, there, are, there have been demonstrations in European countries telling their leaders, OK, we, we want to support Ukraine, but we will not support Ukraine while our children are starving or getting not enough energy. So there is already, the magma is brewing in the, in the volcano in Europe, where people have had it. They can't afford their heating, and yet the billions of pounds or dollars are being sent to Ukraine. Listen, I support Ukraine against the invasion from Russia. But not if I buy, I have, I cannot feed my children and take care of them. I will not do that. My children, my family, and my life come first. That's not selfishness. This is reality. Now, if somebody wants to live in Cuckoo Land, that's a different story. They can continue in Cuckoo Land. I can't do that. And millions of people today don't want it. Even in America, there are rumblings now. We spent 56 billion and we're sending another four, four or 10 billion to Ukraine. And yet we can't secure the, the border or we are not willing to secure the border. The latest reports from America are the, Ill, the illegals, the 5 million illegals who came already are going to cost $20 billion a year. Who is paying it? Not the government. There is no such thing as a government which pays. 
it's always the taxpayer who's paying. Yeah, it's a dire situation. It's dire. Yeah. And it's getting yeah. worse. Yeah. Well, it is. It's extremely, by the way, it's extremely bad. Worse is even more extreme than this. But this is, it's a catastrophe, believe me. American people are not waking up fast enough. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, as the outsider looking in, you are in the playing field. We on the outside are watching you from 30,000 feet. Mm. We watch every move. We know more about what's happening on the field than you do. And you are comatose, mm. actually. Mm. You are going to pay a horrendous price by March 2023. Yeah. yeah. I'm predicting it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. By um, March 2023, you would have paid a huge and horrendous price. Well, a, a lot of that plays on how some of this plays out, you're saying. Um, very it interesting. Out, Malcolm. Well, let's talk about that now. Okay, so bring me forward to March 23. What are we looking at, please? What's that scenario look like? Well, as far as I know, there will be social upheavals. Yeah. M monstrous social upheavals. People who have their children dying of starvation of, or lack of heat they will not obey the law. They will not have any law. You will have upheavals, social and You're upheavals. talking about throughout Europe now. Throughout Europe, even in America. There'll be some you're here, not, you think. You're yeah. not immune, ladies and gentlemen. You are not. In fact, Americans today are more vulnerable than ever before. You already have no law and order. Your police forces have been so-called defunded. The number of people killed in America today, civilians, is more than the number of Ukrainians killed in battle against Russia. Don't believe me? Check the figures. Say that statement again, IQ. More Americans are killed in America today by violence in America than soldiers, Ukrainians, are dying against Russia. Yeah, crime escalation, uh, IQ, you bring up a very uh, uh, important, vital, vital point here. And it's been on my heart for the last many days as I see some of the reports I'm seeing about the crime escalation. In other words, it's more serious than we think. In fact, IQ, my wife was just sharing with me this morning reports that she's seeing uh, in uh, even in, in red states. You know, they're divided sometimes with red states and blue. I mean, it's far worse than blue states with the crime there, but it's also in red states. It's everywhere. And that they're just it's becoming the crime is becoming so reckless they're breaking into all kinds of vehicles. They're stealing all kinds of things in nice neighborhoods and all kinds of neighborhoods and all kinds of things. And it's clearly getting out of control. The escalation of crime, and we see very little about it. The media doesn't report what's really happening. Let me add another one to you. More people died last year of drug addiction, over 107,000. That's twice as many has died in Vietnam. Yeah. Twice as many as died in Vietnam in one year. Yeah. So tell me, what's happening in America? Yeah. We're losing it's our mind minds. Mind-boggling. Yeah. You can't it's how can you even conceive of accepting such figures? How? And they're not even talking about abortions. So yeah, the numbers yeah. of people who are dying in America on a daily basis is as well, you don't need to talk about abortions to talk about what you're talking about, because that becomes politically charged. Of uh, And I get I get that argument, but the, you don't even need to bring that into the equation. Just on these basic life essential items we're talking about, we're we're 
we're we're we're gone. We're we're in trouble. You know, right? Okay. The question is, are Americans waking up? The answer is no. Well, I wrote it down. I I, I think this is a fascinating uh, point you make. Americans are not waking up fast enough. And I look at this talk today we're having as a bit of a rallying call. You've, you're saying some really important stuff here. And so I look at this and, and, and I love the way you said a moment ago, um, you know, someone from the outside like yourself, who really has a really interesting take on the nation, watch everything happening here. And I know you do that and many others in, in a microscopic factor. And so you're, you're able to look at this at 30,000 feet. Whereas people here, we're like, we, well, we are the frogs in the pot that's continuing to boil over and nobody even knows how hot the pot is. But we can now see with all of these factors of what's happening, we're in overload mode, overload mode. We're being taken down multiple notches. We're being destroyed right in front of us. And it's happening in real time, IQ. And it's, you know, it's, uh, it's beyond sad. It's destructive. We should be angry. We should be now pushing back. But as you said, back to the upheaval and the riots. So you believe this is a turning point for humanity. Back to your bigger picture of March 23. Of course, we're going to see how the elections turn out here. That's not going to be a solve all problem anyways, but it's a piece of something. Uh, whatever that's going to happen there in November. And then what happens to Congress, this important point in government, or whether back to your point of Americans waking up fast enough, if they woke up fast enough and they gave, you know, the the the, the proper um, uh, controls, IQ, back to uh, people who had some brains uh, and some sensibility uh, that wanted to save our country, uh, but you'd have to have a veto-proof majority. You'd have to have over 60. This this would be a massive undertaking. This would be a miracle. That It would have to be a miracle. But it have shouldn't to sweep be a miracle. Right. Sorry, it should not be a miracle. Okay. The facts what's happening on the ground in America today should put 99% of Americans against the Democrat Party. 99%. Well, listen, well but, but, but hold on now. Let me stop you there a minute. Uh, I hear what you say, okay, but... I thought you were going to say it should put 99 cents, uh, 99% of us against the government, big government, the out of control government. No, no, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. But I thought I was hoping you might. But but listen, I want to explain something to you. I like to keep these fights separate from Democrats and Republicans. And I'm going to tell you why. This is more than a fight of Democrats and Republicans, IQ. This is more of a fight of the elites, globalists, oligarchs. I want you to understand this, please. And I want to try to reframe the fight. I think when we talk about a fight of Republican and Democrats, we alienate a lot of Democrat brothers and sisters. Now, when people like you say it and others, I think you're saying it to talk about the leaders. But I got to tell you right now, I hear from people every day and I hear people and a lot of the Democrats that, you know, that are uh, voters uh, that their families were, their grandfathers were, their others were. They they get insulted with a lot of this. And I know you, we can be sarcastic back. But my point is, there's a bigger fight here in play. And I don't think we need to insult, insult all Democrats specifically any more than we need to insult any of that. I think this is a bigger fight of elites and oligarchs that we're fighting here. Correct me on that, please. Otherwise, no, I'm not correcting you. Because the majority of the people at the moment in leadership are corrupt. Yeah. Both, both sides of the aisle, by the way. Both sides Republican of the aisle. Or Democrat. That's right. But as That's far right. as I'm concerned, the Democrat Party is running the show. 
So they are guilty, number one. Well, the Democrat Party has been taken over by the Marxist left. You would agree with that? I don't, yes, that's not an excuse. I don't care about it. Well, it's not about an excuse. It's just the fact that Americans have to understand. Well, the reason I put that out there is that voters and the Democrats that are over here, they have to come to that realization IQ because those people need to move away from that core party of Marxism of what's taken place in this leftist uh, abuse of drugs and rampant borders and uh, energy debacle and uh, everything that's tearing our economies apart in our lives. Correct. But my question to you is, why do you need, what do I need to point this out to them? They should have two brain cells of logic to see what's happening. They're not stupid. They're not, they can't be that stupid not to see. Well, uh, let, me come, let me come back now and tell you why. Let me tell you why. Uh, why. It's not about stupid. It's not about dumb or any of that. Again, it's, about, it's about the fact that our media elite are blowing the horn to the sheeple and the people follow what they listen, read, watch and what they put into their, their beings, their brains. And a lot of people believe everything is still okay in Camelot and they don't see this all as a problem. And this is the point you made earlier about taking care of your own family first. You know, that's what the left doesn't want to do. The left wants to save every other thing on the planet, every other cockroach that's moving or anything. That's their message. They don't really want to do that. They're just using that as a picture uh, for your depopulation plan or whatever the hell is going on and at the global elite stage, IQ. Okay. In the meantime, people are buying into it and they don't really know what's happening. But and my question to you, why should any human being with intelligence buy into it? I don't know, buddy. I don't know. I'm, buy I'm not buying into it. I don't You're know. Not buying into no, it. I don't there are know. Millions of people who are not buying into it. Why should anybody? When I said to you earlier, it would take a miracle. You said, "Well, I don't. We don't. Yeah, we still need a miracle at this point because to get a veto-proof system uh, and to turn this country around right now, what you're saying, what I'm saying is, this is going to take a massive undertaking. Is that correct? Correct. But I will tell you what, I'm worried about. Okay. In November, the elite, the leftist elite, will steal it again. They will steal the election again. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I hear that's you. what I'm worried about. Well, people are worried about this. You're you're not the only one I'm hearing this from. There are a lot of people worried about this, and I, I don't have that magic bullet answer. I don't know. I can only tell you, uh, you, you know, they were thinking, in fact, to play one on you, uh, other people are saying some of these other crises, uh, like monkeypox, they declared that a national emergency, and the WHO and the Biden regime did, and all of that. Okay, fine. And they got other things levers they can pull. They're still coming out with more boosters and vaccines, calling this still an emergency EUA. There's no emergency here. There's no reason for boosters to be jamming down and mandated by people's lives and put them in threats. This is a figment of their BS imagination. It doesn't exist. So all of this is creating more hostilities in the environment and people are becoming unrest. So when I say to you, it takes a miracle yeah, people, uh, back to your point earlier, and I would have to agree with your point, my brother. Americans are not waking up fast enough. Tragically, yes. For example, I'm in England. They want me to have a fourth booster. <laughs> my medical people, that need, you need another booster. I said, no, I'm not taking any booster. You told me, I, I was telling the medical people, that the COVID vaccine would cover me. I had three of them. Okay. So you lied to me. Oh, boy. Why should I trust you now? I don't trust you. So you had three vaccines, brother. I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. And you, yeah. ha you have you had any boosters or just the three vaccines? No, no, I had three of them. Three. I'm not taking a booster. Forget it. Gotcha. 
Uh, wow. Uh, well, I, I've not had any. Won't do it. Won't take one. No way, no how. You You're did not the gonna... right thing. Honestly, you did the right thing. I, I know. Well, I, I just was not for me to do. I tried to stir as many people away from this as I could. I hope your health still stays good. A lot of people are suffering from this. A lot of myocarditis. A lot of people are cancer developments are happening from these vaccines. Other problems are happening. A life problems. There's a lot of vaccine injured people, IQ. Look, I never su suffered from a cold in my life. Right. Never. I never had a flu injection. Right. After the vaccines, I have a cold. Wow. Never, See, I it breaks your a, immune system down. You just said it. Now tell me. I was going to ask you. I didn't want to. I didn't want to pry too privately. No, but no, I know. No. Look, I'm telling it for thought. I want people to understand. Go ahead. That I'm not. I'm on the same planet as they are. Okay. I'm not in a different planet. I'm on the same planet on the <laughs> same level. Do not take the vaccine if you don't need it. They are experimenting on us. They really are. Ex we are the guinea pigs. Mm. Unpaid. Unsolicited guinea pigs. Now, why oh, did you, why did you, who now know that and say what we've been preaching here at America Out Loud, I have to ask you, my friend, why, why was you taking those initial ones? Was you coerced? Was you forced? Was you, did you was, have a yes, different way of thinking? Forced. It was forced, yes. I see. It was forced. If you we, don't take it, you lose your job. That's what they tell everybody. Yeah. 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 And that's what they told people here. And we told people not to do it because it's not your health is not worth your job. If I were independent, I wouldn't have taken it ever, ever, never. I wouldn't have. Do, do you do you resent having taken it now? Do you you're reluctant? Yeah, but in hindsight, everybody is a genius. Yes. <laughs> yes, in hindsight, everybody's a genius. Well, even right now, how do we fix this going forward? Are we all geniuses? <laughs> well, we made a mess of the situation, haven't we? So I learned the hard way. When yeah. they want me to have a fourth injection, I said no. Wow. God bless you, buddy. God bless you. I hope your your health comes back good uh, and uh, does okay. No, no, um, it won't. It won't come. Believe me, it won't come. The effect is there. That's it. You, you, could, you could hold on a minute here. Are you telling me you feel differently now? Don't you? Hundred percent differently. Oh my God! Yeah. I don't want to hear this. I don't want to hear this. No, no, no. I'm not talking about dying or something. No, no, no. no but I don't but want to hear this. Have, it has affected. No, my no. Health. But I still don't want to hear this. You know, this yeah, is. I mean, I. Uh, it's just what happens is we need to hear this. I'm saying, I, but I don't want to hear it for you, for you, brother. You know. I Honestly, mean, we, I appreciate that. Thank we you. We need to hear this, but yeah, what you're talking about here is a, a, a genetic altering product, is what you're talking about. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, my test buds have changed. Yeah, everything has changed. Yeah. Oh, this is so bad. Yeah, no, no. It, look, I'm yeah. telling it to people. I want them to understand that yeah. we are. Ex I am exactly like they are. Yeah, an ordinary human being. Yeah. and my life has been changed, not catastrophically. Thank God, but it has been changed. Right, right, right. I mean, it's not pleasant. Right, that right. I'm, I'm, I have a flu all the time. There's no reason. God bless you, IQ. I'll tell you what, man. I, it, you're so cool to bring that out and tell people now. You're so cool to do that, man. I really, really applaud you to uh, be, be put that out there. Look, you've got uh, to share knowledge. I know. I'm okay. sharing knowledge. Yeah. but it's, People it's... can accept it. People can refuse it. It's up to them. But I'm Yeah, I, I didn't know any of this. As you can tell, friends, I'm, I'm actually flawed. Uh, that he did it, that he's in this, and I now am pained to see him in this position. You don't deserve it. And so many people like you don't deserve it. And how many others have, are, have died?
uh, within 48 hours of taking these things. Yes, I mean, these, yes, yes. A lot ridiculous. of people have side effects. There's no question big about time, it. Millions big time. of people. We cover this on the platform. This is a big deal for us at America Out Loud, brother. We have the best doctors here and the MDs, as you know, on the platform here. And so we're blessed to do it. So really, the last call here, we have a minute or two left here, IQ. This has been, as long as I've been talking to you for some years now, I would say to you and pure out here in the open, that this has been the most phenomenal. I, I don't know if you feel the same way, but I, I this has been the most phenomenal talk I think we've had to date, brother. Thank you, sir. Thank you. You agree with that? I agree. I, I always agree with you because we are on the same wavelength. <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> Man, but you always say the truth, too. So come on. But you tell the truth. I tell the truth. All right, we, all right. we don't need to lie. That's the whole no, beauty no, of it. No. The no. truth is infinitely more phenomenal yeah. than lies. Yeah. Yeah. So we've given the warning sign out there now. We're going to have a tough time ahead. Uh, and as Wallace pointed out, I'm going to have him on next week, that talk. And, uh, you know, I'm going to circle back pretty quick with you. I'm going to get you back on. I, I got to maybe even see if we can't. Maybe we can. I don't know if we can have you on with uh, Wallace or not, but that'd be interesting. Read his piece I gave to you. OK, thank you. Of course. If you yeah, send give, it to me. Yeah, I sent it to you. Read Madam, that piece. Do me a favor. You yes, know sir. me. I'm, I'm not good with email. <laughs> send me a link to the. I did. I already uh, oh to this one here you mean. Okay, yes, we'll yes. do. We'll do. Yeah. Yeah, you got God it. Brother. Bless you. Thank you, you very you much. Got it. Thank you. IQ, you're a gentleman and a scholar, sir. Thank you, brother. And my fellow Americans, we're out of time here. Uh, big thank you here to uh, dear brother IQ Al Razuli. And to share this message out there far and wide, please. Thank you for joining me on the mission here. It's time to get involved and get loud, America. <laughs>